It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Ghana's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we'll be looking at Ghana's squad for the 2022 World Cup. Short version, please. So we'll go through the team a little bit later uh, in review and uh, kind of looking at the starters. But um, we'll just do a couple of notes here. So I'll go back to uh, some of the issues we talked about at the beginning that emerged from the previous podcast. Hi, cat. My cat is standing beside me meowing. I don't have food for you. Okay, this is off topic. Uh, Okay, so the first issue was goalkeeper and uh, whether they've settled on a goalkeeper. And in short, they haven't. uh, They haven't settled on a goalkeeper, I would say. Um, It seems to be a bit uh, between Walcott and Atizigi. But there is a chance that uh, Ofori will come back in. So we'll kind of keep an eye out for that. Uh, the second issue uh, that emerged at the beginning was an overload of central midfielders with not many uh, right and left midfielders, especially kind of more defensively minded uh, midfielders. But what we saw was that the central midfielders uh, are starting in those positions, um, uh, are starting in those positions. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, and finally, we have the ongoing issue of no forwards. So uh, there were no definite or possible forwards when we did the podcast last time. They seem to have found one now, and the Ayu brothers kind of fill in uh, otherwise. Uh, but the mad scramble uh, seems to continue because they're, they're kind of trying out players and, and um, you know, trying them and tossing them, trying them and tossing them. So that's why we had so many uh, players at the forward line who were in the seems to be not on the on the team anymore position. Okay, uh, that uh, now we take a quick look at their club affiliations. So they're quite uh, solid as far as this goes. Uh, almost all of their players play uh, in Europe, and a couple with some big clubs like Baba Ramian. Uh, Baba Raman for Chelsea and Isaac um, uh, Fatua uh, for Sporting Lisbon. And then, uh, you know, respectable clubs. Jordan Ayew uh, is, is a noticeable player for Crystal Palace almost every week. Uh, we have uh, a couple of players uh, playing for Columbus Crew, which is one of the top teams in the USA. And... Uh, Richard Ofori is with Orlando Pirates, one of the top teams in uh, South Africa. Uh, Otherwise, most of the teams are kind of, uh, I would say, secondary or smaller teams. Sorry, I forgot to mention Thomas Party at Arsenal, um, uh, kind of the big clubs. But then most of them, uh, most of the others are at, uh, uh, you know, respectable but smaller clubs like Genk in Belgium, um, Bristol City in uh, England, uh, Strasbourg in France, 
like that. Celta de Vigo is a pretty uh, decent club. Uh, club Bruges in Belgium, you know, uh, this is the type of club they're with. Andre Ayew is the only one uh, kind of playing outside of Europe uh, in Al Saad. And no, we saw that Mubarak Wakasa was playing for Shenzhen uh, in China. Okay, so I would say uh, probably Morocco and um, Senegal have have uh, um, more uh, bigger club affiliations, uh, but I would say that this is a bit better than uh, uh, a bit better than Cameroon and uh, Tunisia. Uh, of course, that's very subjective, and it's a bit elitist too. So I'm always a bit reluctant when I get to this part. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, I, I really don't uh, like the idea that, ooh, if you play for a European club, then uh, you're a better player than someone who's playing for a good club in Africa or Asia. Uh, but uh, I, I just throw it out there and you can form your own opinion. Now, I've uh, worked on a couple of stats. I'm kind of uh, happy about this. Um, uh, so I, I've got... Uh, total number of candidates that we listed. So what I did here was I took the uh, definite, likely, and possible candidates, and I kind of put them into a chart and uh, did a little math with them. So uh, Ghana uh, in that had a total number of 38 candidates. Now, this makes a bit more sense when we compare with other African teams and or with other teams, and uh, it's a new thing I'm doing. So I've only done the African teams so far. But um, uh, they have 38 candidates that we listed as uh, uh, possible, likely, or definite. Uh, that is a lot more than other teams. Senegal only had 24, and we did note that they were a very steady uh, group of players. Uh, the average right now among the African teams is 30, and Ghana has 38, so quite a bit more than the other teams. And part of that is their kind of scramble to find a forward, but they're trying out a lot of new players. And uh, I'm a bit worried, I must say, uh, about a team trying out a lot of players at this point. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, the next stat is the average age of the squad. So 25.7. And I suppose that goes hand in hand with trying out a lot of players because the average is 26.7 and this is on the young side morocco also has a young side too whereas uh senegal they're kind of veteran team uh veteran group of solid players is uh is the oldest among the african teams so 25.7 a bit of a younger team the average number of caps among those players uh, logically should be lower because they, they tend to be uh, trying out a lot of new players and in fact is is uh, quite low. The average is 23.5 but there are 18.2 and that's including the fact that the IU brothers uh, the IU brothers have so many caps. Uh, I'll just take a look at that because um, uh, I've kind of organized them. So Andre Ayew has uh, 106 caps. I think I said 107 in the podcast. The numbers may be a bit different. Uh, uh, Jordan Ayew, 81 caps. Mubarak Wakasu, 80. And Jonathan Mensah, 69. Then it jumps down to 46 uh, for Baba Rahman. And uh, pretty quickly it jumps down into the 20s and 10s. So 
Uh, a lot of players there, um, a lot of players there have less than one cap. That is um, more more than half the players uh, have uh, have less than ten caps. So I won't uh, drone on about it, but it tells us something that uh, they have uh, a fairly uh, we well we we could say an inexperienced squad as far as that goes, especially if you factor the IU brothers out of the equation. And the final one I have is uh, total goals. So among these players that I've listed, they have 78 goals. And that is uh, uh, lower than average. The average is 83. So again, if you factor out the IU brothers, um, that would be a lot lower. Uh, so you can make of that what you will, but it tells us a little bit about the squad. Uh, they're not really uh, decided on their final squad, especially in the goalkeeper and forward line, and uh, uh, trying out a lot of new players. Now, we're going to look at uh, uh, players and issues to watch. I should change the title here. Players and issues to watch. So in defence... We have, is the goalkeeper going to be Wallacott or Ati Zaghi or, in, uh, sorry, Ati Zigi, or indeed will Richard Aforu come back to give the team a little bit more experience, at least on the bench? Uh, also in defence, uh, will Jiku hold down that central uh, defence um, position alongside Amarty or... Uh, will some of the other candidates uh, kind of be considered as they seem to be uh, in some of the recent games. For left defence, we have a question of uh, Baba Raman. Uh, Baba Raman versus uh, Gideon Menser. So uh, it looks like Baba Raman is the starter, but Gideon Menser has uh, provided a bit of a challenge there. Uh, players and questions in the midfield. Well, a lot of their bigger names are in the midfield. So uh, we have uh, two of their biggest names, Thomas Party, Mohamed Kudu. We also have uh, Mubarak Wakasu. Uh, um, so some of their bigger names are kind of in the central midfielders. Uh, so keep an eye on those uh, players uh, when you're watching the cup. And on the attack, of course, we have the uh, Ayu brothers, uh, who, because they don't seem to have found uh, anyone beyond um, a Felix Athena uh, Gian, uh, uh, it'll probably be the Ayu brothers uh, in the attack. And finally, uh, in the attack, a player to keep an eye on is uh, Felix Athena Gian. Now, I just want to share this little graphic. Here, and this is the percentage of uh, goals, the percentage of goals of these players. So, Andre Ayu scores in 21.7% of his games, and Jordan Ayu is a little bit higher at 23.5%. Uh, Afina Gian, uh, Felix Afina Gian is at 20%, but that's just one goal in five games, so really hasn't played uh, enough games uh, to tell. Uh, but some surprise, uh, some surprise big scorers are um, from the central midfielders. So we noted it during the podcast. Uh, Mohammed, uh, sorry, Mubarak Wakaso has 13 games in 70, uh, 13 goals in 70 games. So is at uh, almost 19% uh, there. Um, 
Mohamed Kudus has five goals in 15 games, so really needs a few more games to uh, check, but that's 26.7%. And uh, the player with the highest percent of scoring, uh, to my surprise, is, I'll give you a few moments to guess, no, not the IU brothers. No, not the new forward they got. No, not someone who's uh, uh, now off the team like Gian Asamoa. It is uh, Thomas Party, the central midfielder with 13 goals in 40 games uh, for the only player who's above 30%. So that means he scores uh, one in three games, 32.5%. Uh, I was very surprised by that. And uh, actually 32.5% uh, is a pretty good uh, ratio, even for a forward. So uh, just a, a little little bit of fun there. So you can look for those guys to get their gold, maybe Thomas Party. Keep an eye on him and Mohamed Kudus coming up from the midfield. Okay, in terms of new players, we have uh, quite a few, but uh, we won't necessarily go through them all. But we have uh, Felix Afina Gian. Probably the most exciting one to watch in the forward line because he is uh, uh, getting a starting position there. And similarly, although he starts uh, kind of as a left midfielder or left winger so far, but uh, Isahaku Abdul Fatua, he's with Sporting Lisbon. Uh, the right winger, uh, Bukhari, uh, Osman Bukhari, uh, also seems quite interesting, uh, a young player. Um, with just six caps and then we have uh, a couple of players in defense um alidu seidu uh, he's listed as a central defender but one one of his two starts was on the right wing so maybe challenging uh year year for that position and um yeah we'll leave it at that i'll maybe uh um benjamin pete was one of the forwards that they tried out who seems to have uh who seems to have kind of uh, um, clung on a little bit. At least he started the last of their six games uh, after the African Cup. And uh, um, he, he may, I mean, given the lack of forwards they have, they might have to choose players that they're not uh, particularly sold on. Okay, and the last thing we'll look at is any injuries. And we only have one uh, actually uh, to a player who's not really established on the squad but Mantari Kanaheni. So um, it looked like he was making his way onto the squad. Then he got a cruciate ligament injury. So uh, we we uh, we might never know, actually, because uh, that injury may leave him, uh, may continue until the cup. And notable absences, uh, finally, uh, Richard Ofori. And maybe not absent, there's still a chance he'll be there. But uh, that's the most experienced goalkeeper available to them. We were surprised they didn't choose him for the cup. The ever-absent Jeffrey Schlapp, who has a good club affiliation with Crystal Palace uh, in England. Uh, that's actually the same team as Jordan Ayew, so both of them play there. Uh, has had good club affiliations, but somehow has never been able to make it onto the national team. Uh, but uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they suddenly brought him up. And then we say goodbye to a number of players. Uh, Gian Asamoah, definitely retired. Christian Atsu, an outside chance of him coming back into the team because he's only 29. Uh, and Quadwo uh, uh, Asamoah, 
uh, 74 caps, but um, 36 years old, uh, sorry, 34 years old, and uh, does seem to be at the end of his career. Uh, so it's, it's probably a farewell to them. Okay, well, we're going to uh, finish by uh, just going through the starting lineup uh, here. So I'll kind of copy what we had for the squad for those watching YouTube uh, into the bottom here. And for those who are actually just joining us for this party, just want a quick overview. Uh, this is it. Okay, so for goalkeepers, uh, sorry, uh, for manager, we have Milovan Rajovic out. Uh, fired after they failed to pass the group stage of the uh, 2021 African Cup in January 2022. And we have Otto Addo uh, coming in, uh, uh, an ex-player for the club who has been kind of part of the administration for a little while and moved up from interim manager to manager. Uh, as far as goalkeepers go, we have a definite candidate in Lawrence Atiziki. Uh, but definite to make the squad, but uh, I'm not so sure definite to uh, be the starter. Jojo Wallacott is also a candidate, and he was the starter in 2021, but may have lost that position. And uh, possible candidates Richard Ofori and Abdul Nuruddin. Richard Ofori was the starter in 2019 and has the most experience. I wouldn't be surprised if they call him back, but... Uh, um, he doesn't seem to be in favor, uh, or, uh, you know, in their, in their views right now. Central defense, we have Daniel Amarty as a definite starter. And it looks like annual, uh, uh, sorry, Alexander Jiku uh, is the starter alongside of him. But he hasn't played recent games, which made me put him down too likely. Uh, if he's not the starter, it'll be uh, probably among Jonathan Mensa. Mensa. Alidu Seydou, Joseph Adu, or Abdul Moumin. Uh, as far as left back go, uh, uh, left backs go, we think uh, Baba Rahman is going to be the starter, although he has been challenged a little bit for the role by Gideon Menser. Nevertheless, both of them will probably be there uh, for the cup. And there is a, a chance for Dennis Nkrumah Corsa uh, to also be selected. For right-backs, uh, Andy Yedom and uh, Dennis O'Doy are likely candidates to be there. But um, uh, he hasn't, Andy Yedom hasn't nailed down the starting position. And in fact, uh, central defender, uh, central defender Aladu Seydou actually moved over for one of the recent games. So they don't seem uh, particularly sold on him. Uh for possible uh, candidates in the uh, defensive midfield uh, is Alicia Owusu, but if he makes the team, he'll probably be on the bench. However, central midfielders uh, will probably be not only uh, selected, but, but likely to start as well. So Thomas Partey and Mohamed Kudus, we consider definite, and uh, Idrusu Baba, and Edmund Addo, I'd say definitely Adjusu Baba. I'll put him as a starter. And Edmund Addo as a substitute will probably be there. The status of Mubarak Wakasu is a bit up in the air because I haven't figured out uh, why he hasn't been playing games recently. But he is a veteran and I wouldn't be surprised if he makes the squad. 
uh, ooh, uh, in the left midfield, uh, well, we saw that they're pretty short of left midfielders and right midfielders. So we only have one possible candidate in Christopher Andre Ajay, uh, but I'm not uh, ready to say that he has a good chance of making the squad. We'll see in upcoming games. Uh, on the left wing, a likely candidate is Kamaldine Sulemana. So I'm going to put him as a substitute rather than as a starter. We also have a couple of po uh, possible candidates there. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them make it anyway, among Joseph Paintel, Yoya Boa, and Daniel Afriye. Uh, right ringers, though, we only have one possible candidate in uh, Osman Bukhari. So not ready to commit to say he's going to make it to the squad. Uh, now, looking at the attacking line, uh, the attacking midfielders are filling in as forwards uh, as they desperately scramble to find more of them. Uh, but for the time being, Andre Ayu and Jordan Ayu are often filling in the forward role. And uh, Isahaku Abdul-Fatua seems uh, a regular on the field, usually playing on the left side. So we consider all three of those definite candidates and starters. A likely candidate is Daniel Coffey-Kiera. So we would put him as uh, probably as a substitute, although I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see him on the field. Uh, and then among the forwards, they have a lack of forwards. So Felix Afenagian seems to be the only one they seem to have uh, settled on. And he started some recent games, but wasn't in the African Cup. Uh, but we have a couple of possible candidates, but I got to say, not strong possibilities. Uh, and they seem to try players out and toss them aside as they madly scramble to find um, a few players for this position. Okay, well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. So this has been a look at Ghana's uh, 2022 players. And uh, keep in mind, we'll be doing an update as new information comes out. Uh, that'll probably be in uh, November, early to mid-November. Uh, that's when we expect the teams to publish their uh, squad lists and we'll probably wait until the final team is decided upon um, uh, for that. So, uh, oh, we are Soccer Files Canada. That's Soccer Files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And you can check out our website at soccerfiles.captivate.fm or if you want to uh, email us, it's soccerfiles at gmail.com. And uh, you can keep an eye on the show notes and the website. And we have done nine previous series before that. So if you want to dig into the history of the teams a little bit, uh, you can go to our website for that. Okay, thank you very much. And I hope uh, to see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>